Hi, welcome to our podcast, Helen and Steph Muddle Through. She's Helen and she's got over 10 years experience supporting young people's mental health and well-being. And she's Steph, a BBC and commercial radio presenter and producer. We met through our jobs and we're passionate about helping everyone to improve their mental health and well-being. Every week we'll cover a different mental health topic, everything from body confidence to breaking negative habits. So let's get into it. This week, we're talking about being pregnant in the pandemic. Whoop. Thought I'd add a whoop in. <laughs> a little whoop whoop. <laughs> so, yeah, good. Uh, another good topic. Can you believe this is episode... 20 oh my goodness no I love a round number it's really nice isn't it yeah it's nice and neat isn't it so just yeah just to let you all know this is this will be our last episode for a while we're really sad actually um but the reason will become apparent in this episode it's because I'm having a baby so I thought I'd probably should take a bit of time off (laughs) Because I might be quite busy with other things. I don't know. I don't really want to record an episode with a screaming child in the background. <laughs> so, yeah, we're having a bit of a break. But it felt quite a nice natural break, didn't it? Because it was 20 episodes. Yeah, it's like, I don't know where the time's gone. And it's such. it's just been such a, it is such a wonderful space for us to explore mental health topics and we absolutely love doing it so don't worry we will be back I'll be back in the worlds of in the worlds in the words of Arnie um but it's just yeah having a a bit of time off well Helen produces a human it's weird when you say it like that we'll definitely be back I'll probably be messaging you about two weeks (laughs) after going please can we go back I just need like something else to focus on that it doesn't involve changing pooey nappies (laughs) Oh, maybe, maybe. Am I allowed to say the? Oh, I didn't check this before we started recording the gender. No, maybe not. Maybe not. I'll just say uh, baby. Yeah, I think most people know, but we'll just say baby. Okay, ba- yeah. So with with baby, baby could be part of the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's clearly going to be a genius baby anyway, so she'll probably be talking by the time she's like, you know, three months old. Sure. So she can be like a guest. Sure. What's it like? Do you know what? I interviewed my little sister when I was about eight. There's an eight year age gap between us. So she wasn't very old. She was like under one. And I, <laughs> I asked her questions like, what do you really think about mommy? Like this, Did yeah, you? the serious journalist in me was like, come on, let's get to the gritty stuff. How do you feel about your mother? <laughs> That's so funny. Have you still got that recorded somewhere? That would be a great one to pull out of the archive. My mum and dad love pulling that one out. They got it put on on CD. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I can't tell you how embarrassing it is. It is. I've just told you about it. I don't know why. It's horrendous. That is so funny. I love that. I bet your your sister probably hates it more, though. I think she comes out of it quite well. I sound like an idiot. Like, and I sing my own <laughs> jingles as well with a keyboard. It's horrendous. <laughs> Not much has changed there. You normally do a little sing song on our podcast. Fast forward 33 years, nothing has changed. 
Oh, oh golly. Sweet. That's so funny. But kids do say funny things, don't they? And they're honest as well. So there's no mm. getting away from, you know, they'll just answer the absolute truth because they don't know how they've got no filter. So it's quite funny. That's, that's actually really <laughs> true with kids. That can be so entertaining. I just realised yeah. that's a f- fast forward 33 years. Fast forward a certain amount of years, not revealing my age. <laughs> A secret number of years. A secret number of years. Anyways, oh, <laughs> talking of that, happy birthday for the other day. Oh, thank you. Yeah, talking of age, again, not mentioning any age-related numbers, not telling you. <laughs> A lady never tells. No, but thank you. Yeah, my friend popped round actually today and just dropped a card off with her little girl who's five. And I said to her, how old do you think I am? And she literally refused to answer like the little girl, not my friend. <laughs> she said, I don't know. I don't know. And I said, I won't be upset as long as you don't say I'm 60. Because I thought it's quite funny, isn't it? When kids try and guess ages. And she literally refused to say she was clearly too young, too scared, even at that age to like give me a an age that was going to upset me oh that's adorable (laughs) also really good like social etiquette she's she's got that down like yeah it is never a good idea to be honest (laughs) yeah but yeah no it was lovely I had a nice day and sort of second birthday in lockdown really because of where we are but um yeah it was lovely I had lots of lovely messages and little gifts and presents and things arriving in the post and things so yeah it was really nice lovely look lush how, thank you how are you how's your couple of weeks been anything exciting um i'm trying to think have we been on since we've done oh no easter got to go see uh brother and sister-in-law oh lovely distance that was lovely um did you have a barbie we had a Barbie and we did a cheers, like happy birthday, happy new year, happy Christmas, <laughs> happy Easter. <Yeah. laughs> happy everything. Happy everything. And then we exchanged <laughs> gifts. And of course, for, from Christmas, I wouldn't know where the receipt is if they did want to take some of these things. And you wouldn't be able to, it'd be too long, surely, if you wanted to return yeah. something now. So, I, do you know what? I don't know. I was saying to my mum about that on my birthday and... Um, she was saying about that and I said I feel like the shops would have to honour it though wouldn't they because they haven't been open good point yeah maybe they do I don't know but you're right about receipts yeah who's going to have a receipt from Christmas have you been to a shop like a clothes shop or anything yet or do you know what I popped to Matalan only because I had a click and collect order not to Mm. actually shop yeah um and it was there was a little queue outside and they were really limiting the numbers that were in there so it felt really quite empty but I definitely didn't fill up for browsing and stuff. I literally went to the collection point and got my parcel and left. I saw a friend post a picture in, don't know which clothes shop, but it just said my happy place. And actually I did, I normally am not mega keen on spending lots of times, lots of time at the shops, but I did look and think, oh, that is actually quite nice because you can actually see the clothes. Mm. You can actually see what things look like. Yeah, and touch them and like that's the thing, isn't it, with online you can't you've got no idea what the material is like, mm. really. Mm. And that's such a big thing. I think when you get to a certain age, the material and how it falls mm. makes a big difference as to whether you look good in it or not. <laughs> it's in and in that way it's probably not as good for the environment. You'd think ordering in 
uh, like ordering stuff to your home would be better for the environment. But actually, if you've got to like mm. then send it back and then get another size and then mm. I don't know, really. Mm. It's probably not great. One thing that we've been saying is like if you order a few bits, sometimes they all come in separate parcels yeah, and sometimes on separate days. So there's certain shops that will deliver one thing one day, one thing the next, one thing the next, and you've done it all in the same order and that just feels completely... Mm not environmentally friendly because you've got those cars you know delivery cars and vans driving around and they could deliver in one parcel and they deliver in three that seems a bit crazy yeah that's yeah I know what you mean on that will you carry on Mm. doing your food shopping online yeah I think we will actually yeah Mm. yeah I think we will don't really like supermarkets no I know what you mean (laughs) I like going in for like a treat not a treat Mm. as in going to supermarkets a treat I I do have a life guys I promise (laughs) (laughs) Although, but it is at the moment. It's like an outing, isn't it? Like before, yeah. before everything opened up again, it was like, oh, I'm going to the supermarket. It felt like a, like a little weekly outing. Get dressed up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Oh. So yeah, this week we thought because it's our last one we talk about being pregnant in a pandemic and what a weird slash stressful slash odd experience it is. Um, But also, like, I think with everything within this pandemic, there actually are a few positive things as well that have come out of it. So it's not all, it's not all bad. There's definitely been some negatives, um, some positives, sorry. But yeah. You look... Uh, you look absolutely glowing obviously this is audio so people can't see but you've looked you've looked like that the whole way through and you just seem to have taken it in your stride so I'm gonna start by asking how are you feeling and how have you felt you know over the period of being pregnant in in a pandemic oh that's very kind thank you I've got a lot of makeup on (laughs) I don't wear wear much makeup nowadays but I do on zoom you can't tell (laughs) at all you don't you look lovely but you don't like doesn't look like you've got a silly amount of, Bit of bronzer. no you don't need um makeup. but thank you yeah it's an important question isn't it we always say this how are you thing and I genuinely I feel I feel good um I think I won't go into too much detail about our journey but it's it has been a bit of a journey to get to this point so I think part of the reason why I do feel good is because we've had that journey and because I feel actually so utterly grateful that I'm in this position yeah um so I've definitely just been embracing that and I know you know everybody's circumstances are different and that's certainly not going to be the case for everybody if you find you're unexpectedly pregnant it's unplanned or you're in a situation which isn't great then you know you're obviously absolutely your views about that pregnancy and how you feel throughout that pregnancy are very different but I think because of our situation, I've just embraced the fact that this is happening and kind of almost blocked out the pandemic in a weird way. (laughs) Like obviously still very aware that it's happening, but just, yeah, I think just you kind of your natural instincts just take over your protective instincts take over. So literally the moment I found out, I was like, well, there's this is just the way it has to be and I have to keep safe and there's just no compromise on that and I just kind Mm. of accepted it really in a weird way. In a way is there a feeling of that kind of cocooning sort of safe place bubble of 
mm. of being at home and COVID being the kind of outside world being the scary bit in a way does that help that kind of nesting period yeah I think it definitely does because you know that as much as there's things that you obviously I've missed seeing people and I've missed all the things that other people have missed but at the same time knowing that I'm home and I'm safe and my my home environment is safe and that is therefore keeping my baby safe that's just it's just been a no-brainer really so Mm. yeah it's it's a it's just a it's a funny old time but I think if you kind of view it in that way that you're just doing these things as everybody is really to stay safe but there's an extra layer of (laughs) instinct and needing to do that yeah and like physical um so I was gonna say side effects then but it's not the right way of putting it is it is it but physical things that happen like doesn't your hair because your hair looks really glossy doesn't your hair keep something to do with hair your, and pregnancy yeah yeah your hair yeah there are like there are some I mean there's obviously lots of other weird physical side effects that aren't so positive <laughs> but there's some it's not yes, going to that yes. um but there's yeah there's so, so like my hair I've not literally not had my hair done probably since August so it's just been growing and growing but actually yeah you see there is something to do with your hormones you don't lose your hair when you're pregnant so normally I molt like a dog like literally my hair just falls out um but that doesn't happen so although I've not had my hair done since August it still feels like quite nice condition because it's just growing and quite thick but also a little bit gray can't see any greys don't worry about that (laughs) wow that's so interesting so yeah for someone listening who might be pregnant I imagine as well it's different in obviously in different stages of the pregnancy Mm. how you feel yeah definitely is like the obviously the first kind of 12 weeks is really I think again maybe partly because of our journey and things that have happened it's really anxiety inducing I think those first 12 weeks because you kind of find out and it's really exciting and then you kind of get these doubts that what if it doesn't work out what if something goes wrong so you all of that alongside having COVID to worry about can be, you know, obviously extra stressful. And let's face it, pregnancy is quite a stressful mm. journey anyway. Um, so I think, yeah, just trying to not allow those covid fueled anxieties to take over is, is really important, however you manage to do that. Um, but yeah, I think... And then obviously you've got and try not to think too far ahead as well, because we obviously found out in September time, I guess it was. I can't remember the date now, but at that point, things still felt quite up in the air. So things were sort of still open, but numbers were still really quite high. And there was a lot of unknown and lots of people were talking about Christmas and a kind of winter lockdown. So we knew that that was likely to happen. Um, but just not yeah try not to think too far ahead and start worrying about oh what might the labor be like or what might Mm -hmm. hospital visits be like or what might you know what might it be like once I've had the baby if we're still in this situation that was something that I found really key was just not leaping too far ahead and just taking each day and each week at a time and does that come down to we mentioned before we started recording this would come up quite a bit but control and the things that you kind of have Mm -hmm. to let go of really you have to let go of yeah. the things you can't control. Yeah, so absolutely. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. And 
there's a lot of that in pregnancy any anyway because a lot of things are out of your control um but yeah that's quite a big thing is just kind of accepting that this is you know what will happen and yeah just take each day at a time it's very yeah very tricky time what about hormones because I feel we talked about it a bit on the podcast before around cycles and stuff I mean hello mine can be really fun sometimes not Mm. um and unexpected and then actually when you look at you go oh right yeah that's why I felt like that what's what's that like with pregnancy does it even out or does it go through phases as well um yeah but I think it does go through phases so again the first sort of 12 weeks can be really tricky when your levels are I think your levels are kind of much higher I don't I haven't really looked that much into it and to be honest I don't I've not felt massively controlled or influenced by my hormones I feel like maybe it's like leveled out a bit but I think there's probably things on reflection similar to what you say with your cycles where you look back and think Oh yeah, maybe mm. that was something to do with that or I was in like a really heightened emotional state that day and actually it was probably down to that. I didn't know if I was going to ask you about this, but it's coming to my head. So I'm going to ask you, but feel free not to go into it. Um, <laughs> what's it like with, with work? I mean, I suppose this is going to be different with for different people because depending how long you've been in a job or um, what your situation is, whether you're self-employed, employed, contracting Mm. what's that like so I I have actually been really lucky so I've been working at home the whole way through um and there was a period when people started to go back into the office um but I essentially spoke to my boss in the HR department and said I don't feel comfortable doing that and because I can do my job from home basically then that's what I've been doing. So I, I've been, I have been really, really lucky, but very fortunate because there's a lot of people that are not in that situation. And I honestly don't know what happens. I guess you just, so I was thinking, I think my mum said actually that there were two nurses being interviewed on a programme the other day and they were both pregnant and they were sort of saying about one had had the vaccine and one hadn't and just, but I can't imagine being in like a frontline job and having to go mm. into work every day knowing that you're potentially exposing yourself and there's more risk, but also trying to weigh up the fact that you need a job and, you know, you need to get paid at the end of the day. I can't imagine employers of people who can't work from home would say, oh, yeah, it's fine. Just just don't come to work and we'll pay you. I don't Mm -hmm. think (laughs) I can't imagine that's a thing. So, yeah, I feel very fortunate. But yeah, that's interesting. I think there's a number of people that wouldn't be in that situation. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm, very tricky. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've been interviewed. Sorry, I am. I'm asking you <laughs> so many questions. Like, I'm like, and then what happened? And then <laughs> and then and then tell me this. I think it's good that sort of thought we what we thought how the format would go in it. But just yeah, I'm just conscious that there's certain things in my situation that I feel very fortunate about that might mm. not be reflected in others. Yeah, it's just and there's a there's a quite a kind of um, well-known um, movement should we call it um, and they've got sort of a hashtag called but not maternity I don't know if you've heard of it uh, but what is it but but not but not maternity oh no I don't know this so it's it's um there's an organization or a 
um, sort of campaign called Pregnant Then Screwed. And it's part of that. Um, and the but not maternity hashtag came about in the pandemic because there was a lot of thoughts about how maternity services and maternity support had been really neglected. Mm. Um, and there's some of some of what they do is really good, but it's um I'm, I feel really conflicted when I look at that stuff because it's mm. some of it's quite openly not aggressive mm. because it's you know but the sort of tone of it is is not always great and mm. I've just read a few things from kind of midwives and healthcare professionals about you know you have to get a balance at the end of the day and you have to make sure that staff and professionals are safe as well as people are receiving the right sort of care Mm. um so that yeah it's really difficult and i think one of the problems has been that there's been quite a lack of government guidance which means that each hospital can kind of do their own thing so it's a bit of a postcode lottery about the rules within the hospital that you go to and who can go to appointments and stuff oh that's interesting we'll talk about in a minute but yeah i think that's that's been quite inconsistent across the whole country actually that Um, leads on I was just thinking should I mention um I asked my friend who because I've had a couple of friends that have um had babies during this time mm. and one friend got in contact or I asked her her sort of experience should I read out what she said because she mentions about that Yeah, yeah, that'd be really nice. So she said, with pregnancy, I'd say I learned to try and not get hung up about things I couldn't control, especially in COVID times. Everything kept changing with the rules of partners and I just couldn't think too much about it because I'd get upset at the beginning of the thought of not going through the labour with my husband. Just taking control of my nutrition and doing the hypnobirthing courses really put hypnobirthing course really put me in a good mindset because I could control those things on that I would recommend hypnobirthing to anyone the hypno bits put people off but it's actually the hypno bit sorry puts people off but it's basically the science behind giving birth and what you can do to get in the right mindset that will release the hormones needed for birth and I'd recommend being open-minded about the birth and going in there with all options open hypnobirthing courses will help with that too and now she had a beautiful baby boy oh that's so lovely yeah so that's interesting but I just thought I'd bring it in then because you said about um the things with different hospitals taking different approaches yeah and they're they're all so different so it's really difficult also to compare your experience to someone else's because it's you know if they're in a different area in a different Mm -hmm. hospital they might have had a completely different experience but it sounds like similar to me the whole going to appointments on your own and husband or partner not being involved in that was 100% the most difficult thing more difficult than isolating more difficult than not seeing friends Mm. definitely having and we were quite lucky in that we had a couple of private scans that he could come to so that was good Um, and we just about got in there with the 20-week scan that he could come to before the rules changed again so like your friend (laughs) said it was just ever changing Mm. literally week by week it would change um and keeping on top of that was a bit difficult but yeah going in for scan appointments on your own is literally terrifying like that pre-scan anxiety mm. um and for the man as well or mm. the you know wh- whoever the partner is it's very 
you know, it's really difficult for them to have to wait outside or in the car or not even come or be at home and not, you know, they kind of miss out on all of that and seeing baby and hearing heartbeat and stuff. Um, and, you know, obviously, sadly, sometimes you don't get good news at scans and to mm. be touch, you know, touch wood. And luckily, we've not been in that situation this time, but we have been. And I just think getting that, getting bad news, whatever that is at a scan on your own is just awful and traumatic and terrible. I was just thinking of that word trauma, like the different traumas that mm. this pandemic has thrown up. That has got to be one of them, hasn't it? Gosh, I would never have. And that's the thing. In, until it affects your world or comes into your world, you don't your personal kind of world that you operate within. You you don't think about those situations. Mm. Um, gosh, quick yeah. random mention to one of my friend's sisters, who's a midwife. Um, she was on One Born Every Minute once. <laughs> oh witchy I love that show do you know what I do watch that and my friends are all like how do you watch that before you've had kids but I just I loved it it was brilliant <laughs> they did it really well didn't they it was channel yeah channel, say channel four I think might have been yeah it's I think it was a channel four thing yeah and it was the the, camar- the camaraderie between the midwives and and the staff mm. on the wards I thought was brilliant and they're like a, yeah like a big family aren't they yeah yeah. So what have you has she sort of shared any thoughts on it or have you seen anything that she's like posted or Do you know what? During this time they've moved abroad a bit for a bit for her husband's job. So she's actually out of practice at the moment, but she'll be coming back. Uh, okay. So she's kind of missed <laughs> this period. Um but I think she's I think from what I understood from my friend, she's missed being sort of being there for colleagues and being part of it because I think there's mm. been a lot, you know, of, of uh, colleagues talking about it and what it's been like um mm. it must be I don't know I'm just throwing my own random thought in here but it must be such a lovely moment to bring like a baby into the world when I know yeah. there's rubbish stuff going on but that must be some hope when there's a lot of yeah, an extra yeah extra amazing I guess when you see your colleagues you know other colleagues in the NHS dealing with horrific things and then you get the privilege of you know helping somebody give birth that's amazing isn't it what an amazing job and I'm sure that all midwives would say that that's absolutely why they went into it or the best thing about their job is like being involved in that and bringing a baby into the world what an incredible privilege so amazing amazing. that is amazing when nothing about it yeah so amazing and just I have immense gratitude for everybody involved in my care has just honestly been amazing so although I've been to scans and stuff on my own the sonographers the midwives anyone that you speak to they they really appreciate that this is really challenging and the and they really understand the anxiety that you've got and really make an effort to kind of keep you calm and just make sure you've got the best care like honestly I can't fault it it's been amazing everybody that I've had contact with has just been lovely I love hearing those stories Mm. I love it my friend mentioned their um hypnobirthing what are your thoughts of yes you've looked at that or been doing bits of that yeah I have I've read a book about it and I'm debating whether to do an online course obviously that's the other thing with kind of antenatal classes and stuff Mm. they haven't been happening but they're um they are all online um but yeah with hypnobirthing I know we were just saying about before we recorded that it's all about 
what your friend said, your mindset and getting in the right frame of mind and understanding how your mind and your thoughts influence your body um, and how that then impacts your labour or can potentially impact your labour. Does that, sorry to, to cut in, does that affect, am I right in saying there's um, research into what affects the actual baby as well with mm. with your feel you know your experience when you're pregnant definitely so there's a lot around if you um if you are calm in labor then your baby is also calm and that then leads to an easier labor um but also yeah just I think a lot of what those sort of techniques and stuff that you learn for the birth it's about so much more than just the birth it's about your your whole pregnancy really so the 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 earlier you get you can kind of learn about some of this stuff the better because it's all about kind of relaxation techniques and like I said understanding your body and how it responds and I just think if you can harness some of those techniques and kind of practice them through your pregnancy to be calm and not because you can get really overwhelmed at the thought of labor so if you can if you can find ways not to do that Mm. then you're going to be more relaxed all the way through which will hopefully mean you're more relaxed going into it and just having equip yourself with the knowledge you can have too much knowledge I think sometimes yeah yeah. about all all the possible things that could happen or go wrong but I think knowledge is power at the end of the day isn't it Mm. if you've got knowledge and you know what to expect you're going to feel much more calm much more again coming back to control more in control about it um, and anyone that I've spoken to about hypnobirthing would recommend it. I've literally not spoken to somebody that says, oh, no, don't do that. I, would, I wouldn't recommend that. Mm. Is so, it like um, yeah. a lot to do with breathing and stuff? Yeah, there's a lot of breathing techniques at different stages of labour as well. So it would teach you different techniques depending on your stage of labour. Wow. But so much of it is about your mindset. And we know, you know, from all the stuff that we talk about on here, the power that your mind has over your body and the physical way that your mind can can affect your body. If you think about that in the context of labor and how if you're not relaxed, if you're Mm. stressed, if you're not feeling in control, if you don't know what's going on, all of that is absolutely going to work against what your body wants to do naturally. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. And you're going to need to be in like a zen or try to be in a zen, relaxed, kind Mm. of go with it state of mind. Yeah. And kind of accepting that this is happening and that it's a natural process rather Mm. than you're kind of fighting against it. But I'll let you know how it goes. (laughs) Because I'm I'm saying all this like, yeah, it's all going to be fine. But probably I'll get my first contraction and be like, oh, oh my gosh, what's going on? Look forward to the update. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, just uh, knowledge is power, and knowing what what to expect can only be positive, particularly in mm. these circumstances. Yeah, and a lot of it, I think, probably with especially being pregnant in a pandemic and pregnancy and labour is being in the present moment, isn't it? A lot of it is mm. going to be trying, you know, being in that moment you've talked about that over the over the months actually and I think you've done that really well like you've talked about you just can't think two steps ahead you just Mm. you can't 
No, you can't. And we talk about that quite a lot, don't we, in the context of general mental health. It's mm. just, you know, all the stuff about kind of mindfulness and not predicting things, not doing this kind of mind reading thing and not kind of thinking too much about what might happen or what might go wrong and controlling those kind of negative thoughts and replacing them with more positive thoughts yeah it's all it's all about that so just yeah I think if you can do that during your pregnancy Mm. then you're in a much better position to feel positive about it. Mm. Sometimes it's just catching yourself, isn't it? I actually did that earlier today, Mm. like not pregnancy related, obviously, but just caught myself in like a, in a thought process. And I actually went, stop, like, look what you're Mm. saying to yourself. And it's when you do that, that it, that's quite a powerful moment. I think when you realise those things you're telling yourself. (laughs) Yeah, and that's so powerful. And the Mm. fact that you can, because it's just so easy to spiral, isn't it? So you Mm. can, when you when you get so far, it's almost like you're on this slippery slope, and you just get more and more momentum and Mm. more and more speed, and it becomes really difficult to stop yourself. So doing that is yeah, mega powerful. Another thought that just came in my head with pregnancy in a pandemic around online I know because I guess NCT classes and stuff have I got the right name of it is it NCT yeah Yeah. NCT is like private antenatal classes yeah has stuff gone online have communities sprung up more yeah I think they have I NCT definitely are doing online classes and there's hypnobirthing classes and then maternity our local maternity services have put what would be antenatal classes online but they're just videos so they're not interactive um but there's, yeah, there's a lot of online support and there are anyway, if you like that sort of thing, you know, mm. forums and ways to connect with other mums and other people going through it. Personally, I don't find them massively helpful. Don't really know why. I think it's something to do with the whole comparison thing and the whole, mm. I don't know, I just don't find them that useful but there's a lot of support out there if you if you do feel quite isolated you can definitely get that online um and yeah there's probably things that have popped up online that wouldn't normally be an online service that you know could be quite good for some people have you had any weird cravings no do you know what disappointingly no I want to have some sort of weird (laughs) craving No, I've definitely not had anything weird. There's definitely certain things that I fancy more, like fruit and stuff. But in the uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> just like I cold apples, mate. cold apples, and like, do you know what? In the early days, I completely went off chocolate. Which, for anyone that knows me, if you're listening now, you've probably just dropped your phone because <laughs> <laughs> literally, I'm a chocoholic. And even Phil was like, "What's wrong with you?" Like. <laughs> This has got to be really bad. I just didn't want it at all. But then oh after sort of about 14 weeks, I was, yeah, back on it. And I'm definitely back on the chocolate now. Cracking. In time yeah, for no, Easter. Nice. Nothing weird. But oh. yeah, but talk, yeah, talking about online forums and stuff, that's, should we talk about some of the pros of being pregnant in a pandemic? Yeah, good idea. Good idea. Because <laughs> there are some, like, I don't, and I don't really like talking about kind of positive stuff around the pandemic because it feel, can be, feel a bit, disrespectful I don't know but um there are some things on top of my list definitely is like so we just spoke about work and being working from home and stuff but just it absolutely being a more relaxed Mm. experience so taking covid out of the equation 
like just general lifestyle, being more chilled out, not commuting, not rushing around at work, being able to more easily manage that kind of work related stress because you can, you know, physically step away from it for a bit. Um, And also, but not having those kind of social pressures. So, you know, quite often I'd be out in the evenings or seeing people. And like I said, as much as I've missed people, it's actually been quite nice to not have that pressure. I, I I keep relating things even though I'm not pregnant I'm like yeah no I think I agree I like I, yeah. I know what you mean about <laughs> feeling bad about saying positives from the pandemic but we we had weekend just gone we just had a chilled one with no plans and I looked at the, the diary and I was like I don't think I've got one of those now until another one of those for quite a while <laughs> like I ended up yeah you know wanting to catch up with friends and stuff which is absolutely lovely but also mm. um you know you just don't have that time that downtime yeah so, that's and yeah, yeah like you said I think that's true for for everyone not just pregnant people like everyone's kind of felt that haven't they a bit mm. Mm. that's a good thing then that's definitely been good yeah and um what are the other things I guess do you know what I have missed talking about shops and stuff I've missed I kind of I had like you have like a vision in your head right of when you're going to be pregnant and what it's going to be like and how you can go and show off your bump to people so that's been like I've been like oh like there's certain people that haven't really seen me pregnant or but I kind of again quite early on accepted that that was just going to be the case and it was just a matter of keeping myself safe but the whole like shopping thing I had this vision of like you know particularly with stuff like the furniture and the buggy and all the things that you want to go and like look at a million different ones and try them all out and stuff we've obviously not been able to do any of that (laughs) so we've we've done it all online but actually again it can take away some of that stress because it is a minefield Mm. and it can be really overwhelming so to just be able to do it in the leisure of your own home and do it online actually hasn't been the worst thing plus I probably saved loads of money not just pop into the shop and buying cute baby outfits and actually some some good there's been some good uh, small business action on things like Etsy and stuff like that for mm. brands that you know f- to still support those independent smaller ones so yeah that's good yeah that's all good definitely yeah you're so right so yeah that's been but not and not having to buy maternity clothes as well saved a lot of money on that because <gasps> I literally just live in PJ bottoms of <laughs> and baggy t-shirts because I don't, I'm not really going out. Yeah, because let's face it, they do do them, don't they? The jeans and stuff. I saw a friend the other day actually, mm. who's um, due end of May. Yeah, end of May, and she looked amazing. I was like, oh my goodness, looked amazing and great outfit. And I thought, oh my goodness, ha- I want those jeans, but they've got like the thing, <laughs> the stretchy bit over the bump. yeah, the over the bump. Yeah, I've got, I have got one pair of those that I got from H and M, and they are so comfy they're like jeggings yes um and then my lovely friend gave me a couple of pairs as well so that was nice well that's the thing but, you're i mean gonna, you're not gonna need them for that long really no you're not and also they are they're expensive mm. you know and with the weather like i bought a few kind of summery bits maternity bits just like you know a couple of dresses and t-shirts and stuff um but they're all summery things and um i was like i, I can't wear them yet because it's too cold yeah, so they're they're some of the kind of less negative things I think from being pregnant in the in the pandemic. So it's not all bad. It's just been a proper weird roller coaster of a time. 
Oh, and you <laughs> honestly have smashed it. You l- oh, look wonderful you. and also started a podcast during pandemic and pregnant. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, cool. we did do that. Very proud of it. 20 episodes. Yes. Ah! By the way, apologies if I sound a little bit different. I've switched microphones. The joys of technology. <laughs> technical yeah. issues. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> we love technical issues. Um, should we do our three little things? Yeah. So should we we were going to do I think three sort of bits of advice that we might give somebody who's pregnant. Sounds good. You're very good at giving the lovely advice. Yeah. I I've got this covered guys, don't worry. I've never been pregnant, <laughs> but I've got you. <laughs> what's your first bit of advice? Oh gosh, am I going first as well? You go first. What? Yeah, what's your first bit? Okay, the first <laughs> thing I wrote down is listen to you as in like listen to yourself maybe a bit Mm. of a kind of intuition gut thing there around and I know you said about with online communities with um comparisons and stuff and I've heard that before from friends where it all gets a bit conversations can get a bit comparative and actually Mm. don't worry about that just focus on you know take take from it what you need but focus on you Mm. and and your journey yeah Definitely, yeah. It's fair, and you get even when baby's born, then that's when their comparisons really start, isn't it? So you mm. don't want to be getting into that. It's very unhelpful, I think. Yeah. What's your number um, one? My number one, I think, going back to the whole hypnobirthing thing, would be about that. Even if you don't want to do hypnobirthing, so like your friend said, the whole mm. kind of self hypnosis thing can sound all a bit hippy dippy and you know oh I'm not really I'm not into that but it's actually so much more than that so even if you're a bit skeptical about it just do a bit of research into it read up on what it's actually about and learn some of these relaxation techniques because a hundred percent they will help you in pregnancy and birth and probably even beyond once you've learned them they do sound I feel like giving it a go and I'm, I'm not pregnant um, yeah, but you could honestly. I think they would. They could, you can apply some of these techniques to everyday life. Wow. Yeah. Hypno living. Yeah, mm. definitely. In a constant trance. Yeah. <laughs> On that sort of note, my second thing I wrote down was meditation because I imagine. I mean, same sort of thing, really. But I imagine that's going to help with you being in the present moment. Mm. And I always know how good it makes me feel, and I always forget to do it. And it doesn't have to take long, does it? Ten minutes, but can really yeah. help. Yeah, definitely. And again, yeah, same for even if you're not pregnant, taking 10, 20 minutes out of your day for a bit of meditation is lush. Mm. Mm. Nice. What's um, your number two? My second one, I think, would be to just make sure you're going to all of your appointments because I know with the pandemic a lot of people have felt very wary about going to doctors or hospitals and stuff and I can honestly say that I've not once felt unsafe or doubted whether or not I should go because they are so important and they you know they they are there to check on baby to check on you and it's your opportunity if you are worried about anything to speak to 
them about it and luckily we I don't know if this has been the case the whole way through but I've still had all my appointments with my midwife have been kind of face to face and stuff so please please make sure you go to those appointments I think there was an advertising campaign on it as well like don't miss them because the your risk of catching covid from your midwife is probably mm. so tiny you know minuscule but the risk of missing those appointments and then not getting the care you need is much bigger oh that's a really good one mm. my last one i originally wrote down chocolate because i think if it was me i'd want lots of chocolate <laughs> yeah. um but then i also just thought just linking back to the first one i said take like take the pressure off yourself as well because i imagine you might get a lot of opinions and people giving advice mm. and getting involved and wanting to help, and which is all lovely. But you know, listen to yourself, which is the first one I said, and don't and try not to like um, heap the pressure on yourself. Mm. Try and keep the pressure off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of people. People always think they're being helpful, giving advice, mm. but sometimes it's not that helpful for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my third one, yeah, similar to to what you've been saying, really, is just trusting your own instincts and knowing what you feel comfortable with and what you don't. So particularly at the moment where kind of lockdown is starting to ease a bit, I know definitely, and I know you've mentioned feeling this as well, Mm. just that kind of anxiety around what feels okay and what doesn't and what you feel safe doing and what you don't. You know, when you're pregnant, you've got an extra layer of that to consider. So just because things are opening up and you can see people, it absolutely doesn't mean that you have to. And people will completely understand, you know, it's not it's just not worth the the risk. So but it's also getting the balance between keeping things in perspective, isn't it, with numbers mm-hmm. dropping and it feeling like it's safer. There's certain things that you that you can do and might feel OK to do. Um but there's certain things that you might not. So yeah, just trust your own instincts. Oh, hang on a second. (coughs) Excuse me. It's time for Helen's takeaway. Takeaway tip of the episode today is... um, Oh, I meant to mention earlier this morning on this morning, this morning program, <laughs> I always get a mouthful when I try and say on this morning, this morning, <laughs> um, they were actually talking about pregnancy and having children in a pandemic. And it was actually quite a good little, um, good little bit of TV. So if you want to watch it, I think you can get it on the iPlayer. Um, but they took, they spoke quite a lot about the Maternal Mental Health Alliance, which is, a loads of resources it's it's they've got a really good website um and i think it's only been set up fairly recently but they've done some research into the pandemic and how it's affected people they do a lot of campaigning there's tons of resources on there um and it's just a really good way of accessing help and support if you if you need it um and there's some little videos on there about not being afraid to ask for help so things like access to gps support and stuff might feel a bit more difficult at the moment mm. but if you need it you know physical or mental health for for any of those reasons while you're pregnant it's really really important you still get that support if you feel you need it but it's a really good website to start with they've they've got loads of information on there so check that out I would say 
Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode and this whole series. We have absolutely loved bringing it to you. Loved it. We have loved it and we love thinking about what topics we're going to cover and thinking about hopefully how we can we can help out you, our lovely audience. So hopefully you found it helpful. We are still absolutely contactable. So during our little break, we'll still be on Insta, which is Helen and Steph underscore muddle through. And the email is Helen and Steph at gmail.com. And it just remains to say, Helen, good luck with having a baby. Thank you very much. I will keep you updated. (laughs) So exciting. We cannot wait for all the updates and we will bring you that as it happens. No, I'm only joking. I'm not going to suddenly start (laughs) reporting from like your bedside, Um, but we'll be back in a few months time. And I can't, I can't wait to like life will have changed and it's yeah yeah, so exciting it's crazy isn't it to think how it will be different but we're gonna we're gonna dedicate some time while we're off we're hoping to be back kind of autumn time so definitely this year but towards the end of the year hopefully we'll be back with some refreshing new topics for you and we look forward to you joining us then so thank you so much and we will see you soon see you soon bye